Sandy D, queen of podcasts and join me as I interview inspiring and creative women who are living their passion, finding balance and making an impact around the globe. Come discover your inner Zen, find balance while growing your business, tap into your creative flow, explore holistic health and spirituality. I'll share tips and tools for living a more peaceful, inspired, and balanced life. Relax, recharge, be inspired. Feel free to connect with me at All Things Relax Studios. Thanks for listening. Now let's get started. Hello and welcome to our show. Today I wanted to share a little bit about my author's journey. So, for those of you who don't know, it's not that I haven't already published. I have participated in a book that was called Letters to Girls Who Dream of Flying by my dear friend Shona Bramble, and um, I contributed one of the letters in there. So, I've been published within someone else's, um, but I've been working actually on several different projects for myself, all by myself. I wanted to share a little bit about that. So <laughs> it's funny because back at the beginning, I guess, of the pandemic, I remember at one point I just sort of sat down and it was almost, I had like a download of like possible topics for books I wanted to write. And that was a very long list. I, I forget how many were on there. I want to say like 31 titles just kind of poured out doesn't mean I'm going to write all those books, but they were just ideas. I had started working on one that was, um, that's a memoir and I'm still working on it, but it's one that talks really more about going from being like an introvert who's, you know, really scared of public speaking to becoming the queen of podcasts and to actually creating this podcast. And I forget how much I've written. I've written a lot. And at one point, I even talked to uh, a book coach um, who's fantastic. And, you know, it's funny because all of a sudden, I sort of felt this roadblock or this, I don't know, I wouldn't say it's writer's block. It's beyond the writer's block. It just I just felt like I needed to set this aside. And part of it was moving to France and just really needing to focus on preparing to move to France. And then once we arrived here, just sort of setting up our whole systems here, you know, learning, you know, new things. And even like, you know, you don't think about it, but you know, you move overseas and all of a sudden you're really, you're in your new environment and you need to create new connections and, um, you know, make more friends and whatever. And simple things like learn where to go to the grocery store or, you know, if you need to get prescriptions filled, like getting to a doctor or two, you know, all those little sort of housekeeping things, let's say, that you need to do when you settle in a new country and to adapt and all that. So I kind of had that as, you know, sort of my excuse because, yeah, it's, it's a valid and legit excuse, but kind of the excuse for, well, I'll put that on the back burner. And then a funny thing kind of happened you know, I, I definitely felt that urge of the, you know, if you like to write, you'll understand what I'm talking about. That urge of, oh my gosh, I need, I have words that I need to get from my head 
out onto paper, well, I type, so onto onto the, the file. And I thought, I just, I wasn't really motivated to go back to that memoir, but I still wanted to work on memoir. And I decided, you know, I'm going to sort of refocus. I'll go back to the other one when I'm ready, when the time is right. But I'm going to focus now sort of on documenting my adjustment to life in France. And so just to say, like, somebody tells you they're working on a memoir, you know, don't think it means it's from life from A to Z. It's a specific period in life, generally speaking. And for me right now, I felt it was important to document what it was that I was experiencing in this really huge life change that I've made from moving overseas. And it helps also with processing. It helps with the cultural adjustment process to sort of, you know, sit back and reflect on why is it certain things may be frustrating or, you know, or rejoice in how some of the changes are just like fantastic. Um, There's, you know, I could... I'll do another episode on those reflections maybe to share some of the things that I've really enjoyed about um, being in France. But all I have to say is I've got all these different projects kind of going on and, you know, sometimes you can hit a roadblock with one thing. It's okay to set it aside until you're just, you're ready to go back to it. And it's okay to have multiple things going on, to be honest. Um... Other projects that I've worked on over the years um, include poetry in English and also more recently in French. And so I have, it's funny, right before we moved, I was clearing things out and clutter and also clearing out like digital clutter. And I think, yeah, I found it in some journals, in some of my old journals, I found poetry I had written. It was not necessarily the most uplifting stuff. It was to get me through a difficult period in time, but it was poetry I had written. And I decided, well, I don't really feel like hauling these notebooks around and bringing them back over, bringing them over to France. But so before moving to France, I had discovered these journals with a bunch of poetry that I wrote when I was going through a difficult period of time. And I know that I didn't want to just discard those journals, but I also didn't feel like hauling them over to France with me. So I actually took time while um, we were decluttering. And what I did was I just typed up all those poems and put them in a file for future use. Because at some point, I figured they might be they might be included in a poetry collection. But I've also got other poetry since then that, um, you know, one of those nights where it was like, I don't feel I like working on this memoir or that memoir. I feel like working on shorter form writing. And I remember one night, um, it was during the winter break that we had, I just had this download of poetry. I just started writing all kinds of poems. So I've got like a couple books that I'm working on. I've got some poetry collections. I've got a bunch of stuff going on. And I just wanted to say, as an author... And it's everybody knows this. You might encounter times where you do have that writer's block. And for me, the best thing to do is to not stress out about it. Do other things. Sometimes you're meant to set that work aside and go back to it later. Now, I realize that 
if you're on a deadline and you really have to get it done by a certain time, that can get stressful. For me, I am not putting that stress on myself. Originally, I did. Originally, I was saying, you know, by last year, last fall, I wanted to finish the first memoir that I was talking about. And I decided, no, it will come, it will be published, it will be created, it will be finished when it's meant to be. I am not rushing it. And I have to also say that since moving to France, that's another thing that I'm really learning. As someone who grew up on the East Coast in the U.S., I'm a New Yorker, <laughs> um, but I lived a lot of time also down in the Washington, D.C. area. East Coasters in the U.S. tend to think, okay, hustle, bustle, do things quickly. Uh, and the thing is, is no, I am in France now. The energy is very different it's about savoring things, like even just the way they eat their food. It's taking time and savoring and enjoying what you're eating. So just like enjoying a good meal, I have decided for my author's journey, I want to enjoy the process of creating and writing the works that I'm going to be doing. And um, before I go, I just wanted to share, too, that... Um, I recently had to take a very long train ride to Nantes, which is outside of Paris. It's like um, two and a half, two and a half hours from Paris by train. But to get to Paris first took like, I forget, like seven hours or something. So it was a TGV or TGV, which is train à grande vitesse. So the rapid train um, from Nice going up to Paris and then transferring, having to take the metro and transfer. You have to go from Gare de Lyon to uh, Montparnasse and um, taking another train to go to a staff retreat. And, you know, at first it was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be a long train ride. But I have to say, actually do I do enjoy being in the train because at one point I was like, you know what, this is kind of cool. And I just like whipped out my phone and I um, opened up a document, and I just started writing. I just thought, well, I, there's nothing else I can do. I'm, you know, air quotes, stuck on a train, so, like, there's not like I can do stuff. Let me sit here and let me write. And I got this, like, wave of inspiration just by being in the train um, to write. So it was kind of cool. It kind of, I had felt like I had been sort of stuck for a while with writing, and just going on that trip, it really sort of, revived my, so re-energized me, so to speak. Another thing I wanted to say too before leaving, I firmly believe that good writing or good writers are also avid readers. I firmly believe this. Not necessarily that you have to read a hundred books a, a year or something, but I do still I still firmly believe that it really helps. It grows, for example, your vocabulary just by reading quality books. Um, and so usually I'd read in English, but now I'm in France. And I'm like, took it upon myself to go back to, uh, challenge myself to go back to reading French um, books. Um, now growing up and going through college, um, I've had to read, you know, some of the classics like Voltaire and uh, let's see who else. I forget them all. But, you know, Rousseau and Moliere and all of that, you know, there's all kinds of stuff I've read. Um, but I really enjoy also more modern, um, just regular modern fiction. 
So before going on that train ride, I went over to a bookstore that my boss recommended. It's called called La Sorbonne. Not La Sorbonne like the university, but it's actual huge bookstore in Nice. And picked out a couple books. And um, yeah, so on the train ride, I was reading some of these uh, French books. And what was really kind of cool for me was, I, I realized again, I'm like, how much my French level had changed from one way back when I was in university, way back when I was in university, to read any of these books. I would have to like underline certain words and go back to it and look it up in the dictionary. And I'm like, wow, like I understand 99.9% of what I'm reading. It's so cool. It's like, yeah, I can sit here and actually read a book and I have to think about what it's saying. Like I, I can actually understand it immediately. And that was just kind of eye-opening you know sometimes we um, underestimate ourselves so it's kind of cool (laughs) anyway so for all the authors out there let me just go back to saying um, I I really appreciate what it's like as far as the whole um, tapping into your creative process and just being in that like state of flow and not fighting it when you're not feeling it so Anyway, until next time, um, hope you all having a great week. Take care. Ciao. It's time to unlock your je ne sais quoi. Hi, I'm Sandy D, queen of podcast zen. And together with my producer, G. Wright, we discover and develop rock star speakers. We're on a mission to help authors, coaches, and creative entrepreneurs share their story and channel their inner rock star. Join our rock star speakers program and speak with confidence and clarity to connect with your audience. Join the band today at All Things Relax Studios. Com. You've been listening to All Things Relax with Sandy D. Relax, recharge, be inspired, and step into your power. Sandy D, the queen of podcast zen, would love to hear from you. You can connect with her on Instagram or Facebook at All Things Relax Studios. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time.